Today is Wednesday, August 25th. Here's your local news from the Kansas City Star. Today will be mostly sunny and hot with a high of 97 degrees. Here's today's top story. President Joe Biden finds Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt's lawsuit seeking to block school mask mandates unacceptable, the White House said Tuesday. Quote, we've seen, including recently I think today or yesterday in Missouri, additional steps taken that in our view put more kids at risk. The president thinks that's completely unacceptable, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said during a briefing. Psaki's comments came hours after Schmidt, a Republican running for U.S. Senate, filed a class-action lawsuit in Missouri's Cole County Circuit Court in an attempt to stop school districts from enforcing mask mandates. The suit targets Columbia Public Schools but seeks to compel dozens of districts, including Kansas City, to drop rules requiring students and teachers to mask up. Schmidt's lawsuit comes amid a wider battle between the White House and state-level Republicans over school mask mandates. Biden last week floated possible legal action against GOP governors who seek to block schools from enacting mask requirements. Schmidt's lawsuit, the latest in a series of legal challenges against local mask directives, alleges mandates for students and teachers are, quote, arbitrary and capricious. The American Academy of Pediatrics and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention both recommend students wear masks in class. In education news, the Gardner-Edgerton District began the school year last week with a mask requirement for younger students, but not high schoolers. Now 50 students and staff have tested positive for the virus, and more than 200 have been required to quarantine. After one week of classes, the district is facing staffing issues due to a substitute teacher shortage, said Jody Marshall, Human Resources Director. Given the trends in COVID-19 transmission, the school board voted 4-1 to Monday night to mandate masks for all grade levels. Marshall said, quote, Last week reflects the worst COVID-related absenteeism, or positives and quarantines, since the first week in January. So that's pretty significant in my mind, and it is having an impact on our staffing. He said the district also is noticing some in-school transmission, something that health officials said was largely avoided last year, thanks in part to universal mask wearing. Now that the highly contagious Delta variant has taken hold, Marshall said there is evidence showing two incidences of workplace transmission among staff, as well as transmission in four classrooms. All four classrooms were at the secondary level, where masks were made optional. Since staff returned to school buildings, the district has reported 53 COVID cases among students and employees, and 206 quarantines, Marshall said Monday. The majority of quarantines, 90 total, were reported at the high school level. After only six days of classroom instruction, Marshall reported 154 teacher absences. Of those, 112 required substitutes, 25 of which had to be filled internally due to staffing shortages. That means teachers gave up planning time to fill in for another class, he said. In crime news, Jackson County Prosecutor Gene Peters Baker has asked a judge to appoint a special prosecutor to determine whether criminal charges should be filed in the fatal police shooting of a 31-year-old Kansas City man. In a four-page court filing, Baker said her office is seeking the request due to a potential conflict arising from prior criminal cases involving Malcolm Johnson, who was fatally shot March 25 by Kansas City police inside a gas station convenience store at 63rd Street and Prospect Avenue. The motion states, quote, An assessment of Mr. Johnson's history raises concerns for the neutrality of the Jackson County Prosecutor's Office to review the file. Through this request the Prosecutor's Office seeks to avoid the appearance of a conflict of interest on a matter of such high community concern. Unquote. Baker said her office has requested that an assistant prosecutor from St. Louis County review the case file and determine whether the shooting was justified or not under Missouri law. In the court filing, 
Baker's office cited various prior legal cases where a judge allowed one to be appointed due to a potential conflict. The filing states, quote, Given the nature of the relationship and the recent criminal prosecution for serious crimes of violence with this office, I respectfully ask this court to appoint a special prosecutor to review and make decisions regarding the review of the 2021 fatal shooting of Malcolm Johnson. Unquote. In 2014, Baker's office charged Johnson in the killing of Montario Hogan, who was found shot to death behind the Family Dollar store at 5242 Blue Ridge Boulevard three years later. Johnson pleaded to reduce charges of involuntary manslaughter and armed criminal action. And finally, in sports news, the ACC, Big Ten and Pac-12 announced a first-of-its-kind conference alliance Tuesday that commissioners from each league expect will bring stability to an unsteady college sports landscape. But that wasn't the news of the day for folks who live in Big 12 country. That was provided after the press conference about the alliance ended. George Klyovkov, the Pac-12's commissioner, told The Athletic that his league will announce whether it will explore expansion before the end of the week. The Pac-12 already has an expansion committee in place and has discussed a timeline for evaluating prospective members. Klyovkov has said schools from across the country have reached out to the Pac-12 about possibly joining the conference, and the Big 12's eight remaining members figure to be among them now that Oklahoma and Texas are leaving for the SEC. Whatever the Pac-12 decides, its announcement will provide leftover Big 12 members with a sense of direction as fans of schools like Kansas, K-State and Iowa State anxiously wonder what is next for them in their beleaguered conference. If the Pac-12 opts to explore expansion, all eight schools can put their best foot forward and try to earn an invitation west. If the Pac-12 decides to stand pat, all eight schools can begin considering other options, including rebuilding the Big 12 together through expansion. You're listening to stories from the Kansas City Star. Find us at kansascity.com to read more about these stories and others.